Hey listeners, just a heads up from your favorite mom, Mom and Dad are Stoned is not a show for little ears, so please put the kids elsewhere. I'm going to take a hit. Then you want me to just start? Yeah. Meow. Yeah, I did. Right? Ah! <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, it's gonna shorten my lifespan every time. <laughs> What's up, podcast listeners? This is Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast about responsible cannabis use. I'm the Stoner Mom from stonermom.com, and as always, I'm here with my hubby, my birthday boy hubby. Not anymore. David. Who also grows my cannabis legally. And yeah, we are husband and wife and parents to four and legal marijuana users in the great state of Colorado. That's true. It is true. Happy birthday. Thanks. (laughs) That's over though. Only a couple days over. I know. That's okay, but I'm having a swell birthday weekend. Yeah? Yeah. No, you're not. It's, yes, I am. It's been snowy. And we what am I supposed to do? Anywhere. Go outside and run around in the beautiful weather? You're I, supposed to, like, do 46 shots or something. No, not me. <laughs> God. I'm just happy being in my underwear. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy home. with you in your underwear, too. Me, too. It's very nice. Boy, that grocery shop shop being excursion was that took a lot out of us yesterday. The store mom does not like going grocery shopping. I put it off and put it off and put it off until <laughs> until poor Miles is like, there's nothing to eat. <laughs> sure wish I could have some snacks. <laughs> and yet, even then, all I said was, I promise I'll go shopping yeah. when you leave. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. <laughs> he found Next something. Next time you're here, there he will ate be something. Food. I don't know. So what I was. dragged. David to Target last night for like two oh, hours we were, and four hundred dollars. It, it was yeah, <laughs> it was that, but it wasn't two hours. It wasn't that bad. I was just I don't know why I was just not into it. Normally I'm into grocery shopping, like too into grocery yeah, shopping. Like I like it, but anyway. And then what else? So yeah, we had a low key weekend. Really didn't really do much. I the stoner mom got him clothes. Yeah, thank you. By the way, I needed some clothes, and I only wear like blue and black and gray so it was like a fiesta of blue black and gray things which is wonderful and I, I very much appreciate it he also had a pizza extravaganza oh my god yes and that was the best so we ordered <laughs> we ordered some pizza from this place that i like and man you brought home two pizzas and then a dessert pizza cherry with, pie yeah it was like a cherry extravaganza pizza. and i got it I liked it. I'm the only one who liked it. I ate some of that. I don't like stuff like that. I know. And I thought Sadie would like it, but no. She liked This Is Nasty. She wasn't into it. Oh, and it's Sunday and Game of Thrones episode two from season six is tonight. Mm -hmm. And of course, we are totally like... So ready. I'm like, nobody can leave the house. I know. I know. We don't know what we're going to eat tonight, though. Uh, We'll figure that out. Don't worry about it. We should eat before Game of Thrones. We'll eat some mutton. Because that's what Sir Davos wants. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. That's going to be a blast. And I think after this, I'm going to make a gigantic breakfast. It's it's the morning time. Sir Davos. I love it. I love the morning time. I love doing this in the morning. I know you do. We've had our coffee. We've done some stuff around the house. 
And now we're going to do this. So what are we going to talk about today? Dick. And for, wait, first of all, what are you smoking today? I am smoking right now Northern Lights. Ooh, and nice. I also have Fallen Angel down here. Yeah. And my next bowl will be that. I can't believe how clean that bong is. Yeah, it's that's that a, res block stuff. That stuff works. You can get it at Science 420, and it's just this, or wait, 420 Science? Yeah. And it's just this um, natural, like, vegetable, oily type it works. substance that you put, like, a couple drops in your bong, and it makes it so easy to clean. Highly recommend it. Sometimes if you put too much in it, you can kind of taste it, so I don't like that, but... Yeah. But it works. I mean, like, you literally give it one rinse off with a little bit of a... Rubbing alcohol and then it's it clean. Uh-huh. So clean. Very nice. Today is a good one. This is the one that um, you definitely don't want your kids listening to. Because yeah, we're going to get nasty. What? We're going to get nasty. We're going to get nasty. Mm, you're nasty. <laughs> yes. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. We are going to talk about sex, baby. Talk about you and me. Let's talk about all, all the, the good, good things, things and, and the, the bad, bad things. things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Okay. Let's talk about sex. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we're talking about sex and, and all of that. And we're going to talk about how cannabis can affect your nether regions and oh, your special God. parts. This is going to be a rough one. <laughs> and also how cannabis can affect our relationships. Yeah. And in part two, I promise I, promise I won't make it too disgusting and, and vile okay. and foul Sweet. and obscene for you. I think. And your thank conservative you. heart. Yeah, my very conservative heart. Back Welcome from back. your bathroom break, everybody. Yep. Um, okay, part one. Things that happen when you combine sex and we. Okay, so I'm just gonna kind of rattle off some things that could happen <laughs> when These you could happen. smoke. Well, here's the deal. Like, I'm not a futurologist, and I don't know what everybody feels like when they're getting high. So these are just things that Either I have felt in my career of smoking weed and getting busy, <laughs> or people that I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. These are all pretty standard things that happen. So. Okay. Um. So number one, your sense of touch is like super enhanced and heightened. 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 Yeah. So touches and stuff like on your skin feel more so you know what i mean yeah you mean so like you're on the receiving end you're saying like the touching feels better okay okay so yeah increased sense of touch next conversation i love stoned date conversations on certain strengths sometimes this it's the as long as long as it doesn't make me sleepy but yeah. yeah pretty much i mean oh yeah but when you get going it's nice mm-hmm. when you and i were dating those extensive days. Right. Those hours of dating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved that. I loved going out with you yeah. and talking. And like, too. 
back then just a little bit of pot would make me like crazy horny and like super just yeah fun fun to be around stoner date conversations i think are great and are filled with like sexual tension you trade like innuendo and you know your inhibitions as far as far as like conversationally um kind of go out the window um but another thing that could happen is that you might start talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and never stopping until you're crying. <laughs> Wait, crying? Yeah. You know, too stoned. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I know what that's all about. But not you. So, <clears throat> as maybe a little there's bit. always potential that you'll be too stoned during a regular stoner sesh. So, of course, there's going to be potential that you'll be too stoned during a sex stoner sesh, right? It's, it's true, especially when you're an old married couple. Yeah, if you guys, if you're like complete newbies too, like, don't be surprised if there's a time where you just don't get to the actual. Yeah, because sex. you look and you go, oh, it's midnight. Uh. <laughs> Next thing that might happen: super confidence. Yeah, and um, confidence is such a big deal for women and sex. Um. So yeah, like, what woman doesn't have some sort of terrible hang-up about her naked body? So anyway, that's something that is pretty standard across the board, I think, for people, unless you're like some sort of supermodel, but normal people with normal bodies and... I think even supermodels probably feel that way. Do you think Heidi Klum feels that way? Yeah, of course. But she has babies and then immediately looks exactly the same. That's because she's been kissed by a rose. It's true. Pretty soon, there's gonna be some roses out there. I'm gonna be bringing them in and then singing that song. Oh, I hate that part of the year. Sometimes it's not fun living with David. Baby! Like when he brings you a rose every week and sings that terrible song. <laughs> oh, come on. That's and the best part. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have it stuck in your head. It's a good one to have stuck in your head. It's just very singable. Baby! Baby! Okay, well, thanks for getting that in my head! <laughs> in the middle of this podcast. So anyway, I was talking about confidence and women and people and... We totally, I think, is a confidence booster, for sure. I mean, that's why a lot of people use it for, like, social things, because you just don't feel, um, hi, mister. Oh, you're so happy in the snow. You just don't feel as sensitive, I guess, about everything, and maybe. Yeah, I think so. So... Life lesson is sex with a confident woman is always going to be a thousand times sexier than sex with a non-confident person. Yeah, I think so. You know? Yeah. So yeah, turn off the lights and get stoned. Yeah, it's not like, is this okay? Is this still okay? Are you doing this right? I think it makes people very, very uh, eager to receive. Oh, for sure. Um, All right. Next. Next. I'm going to say go ahead and avoid any strains that you know cause paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because paranoia Will destroy and sex you. don't mix. No. 
Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, it just doesn't even happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean good it, luck even trying. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you try, I, I could see the scenario being like one of the part of the people being extremely paranoid, but not saying anything about it. So uh-huh. the whole time that they're like having crazy, miserable, paranoid thoughts, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of wanting it to be done. Not the sucks, but being stoned. Yeah. Okay. Um, but wait, I have to say what yes. the sound you hear in the background is Max eating his breakfast cereal. Yeah. Some weed strains give like a very intense energy boost, mm-hmm. and that it's can true. yeah, and and it can sometimes give you like jitters and jumpiness, especially for me, especially for me. Okay, everybody. <laughs> 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 but I definitely. I'm one of those people. I get very jittery. Listen to that. I call Damn. that the shiver me timbers. The shiver me timbers, or in other words, the very shaky hand job. No. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh. <laughs> so shaky. Like your hand is going towards it and it's shaking. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Not the hand job, the shakiness. Yeah. Like I'm kind of shaking right now. I know. Next, heightened. Orgasms. I think this is the reason, the number one reason <laughs> for the female. Well, and for males too. I don't think men feel it. For <laughs> women, it's different because I feel like okay, you know how women are capable of having like all sorts, like this range of different orgasms, yeah. basically. Um, like the fire orgasm or the, and the uh, ice orgasm, the ice orgasm, and the dragon orgasm, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And all the Tyrion orgasm, yeah, all of them. <laughs> Mm. Ah, this is some good coffee you it's, made me this morning. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so heightened orgasms. I'm going to kind of go off on this, okay, David? Don't, oh, okay. Don't get upset. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, if you have a partner, um, a female that just, like, can't ever come, <laughs> you know, there are women like that, right? Oh, yeah. For I sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely think marijuana is something to try just because, I mean, if you're already having a problem like that, you already have, like, this mental hang-up anyway about it, you know? Yeah, like it's all in your brain. Well, I mean, disregard anything that might be physical, but, like, just the mental stuff alone is enough to make people not Lose perform. It. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I haven't really experienced orgasms until... Until when, honey? Very recently in my life. Even if you consider yourself a pro. An old hand at this. Uh, yes. At this orgasm thing. <laughs> some weed can get you drowsy and sultry and like completely stoned. And bring in the right partner. And new categories of orgasm are born. Oh, dear. Yeah. Like yeah. the fire and ice orgasm. <laughs> right. Or category five orgasm. Um, yeah. So women, um, you know, biologically, we're capable of... All kinds of amazing all, things. All sorts of fun things and <laughs> orgasms deriving from different areas of our our, our parts. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I know that this is absolutely... Has been true for me, um, for sure. I feel like cannabis just helped a lot. Um in the beginning of my marriage, I guess, to loosen me up 
loosey goosey. Different types of orgasms for real. We're talking like like uh, internal vaginal orgasms as opposed to like a clitoral orgasm, which is like much oh, more boy. easy to achieve for women. Mm-hmm. But like, how many women can say that they've had you know the other kind? The other kind. Yeah, I guess it's harder to achieve. I think that weed makes it easier to achieve. Um, or the multiple orgasm, which not everybody has. Um, I think this is another thing that for sure cannabis helps to produce. Okay. Okay, so yeah, it might be super easy to achieve orgasm. Easier. Um, and yeah, that's a good thing. Who doesn't want that? Um, next, it could be uh, impossible to achieve orgasm also. Yeah. <laughs> Now, is that because your body is... I don't know. You're the expert on that. That's true. Um, (laughs) I am not. I think think it's... uh, Oh, yeah. It's because you can't feel anything, man, because your body's like... You get a little numb, huh? Yeah. So this is not necessarily a bad thing. No. Especially for um, gentlemen that might have a problem lasting. I guess. Um... It could also lead to somebody who can't achieve orgasm at all. Take it away, David. Oh, well. (laughs) Well, what I think is that if you get high. Yes. And you're, you know, being intimate with your partner. um, Sometimes it can have an effect. You you can't feel like you're like, your body's kind of numbed to everything. It's that physical effect that. Uh, like a, a heady um, yeah. indica would give you, right? Right, but it's it's not like you can't, like you're paralyzed. It's no, like, yeah. it's the perfect balance of where like you're you sedated, can... but then you are, parts of you are not so sedated. So I feel like it's like you actually can feel everything, Yeah, but it's like too, it's like over the threshold of reaching an yeah. orgasm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now it's just become like feeling. Yeah. Um, I think it, this it might, feels good. Yeah, it feels good, but you're just not ever going to get there. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, and then you're stuck in the like, oh, I'm just gonna, this is great right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, married couples not so much might not be into the hour long sessions. Yeah. So, yeah. You but anyway, if you're a fellow that, uh, you know. Is releasing too early, you might want to try to get stoned. Yeah. For real, dude. For real. Give it a try. I don't think weed makes dudes come fast, do you? No. I don't think it does. No. I think, yeah. Like every, I'm thinking of like all the gross sex talks I've had with Abby. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that kind of brings me to your man might last forever. And that could be a welcome change. For some moms, it might not be a welcome change. Because we're busy. Yeah. (laughs) And we like to get on with our day. Thank you very much. Good things to do. Um, so yeah. You you might want to have a understanding about it's okay if not everybody gets there. Yeah. You know, we we have a... That's not the point. We're going to do it until we get to this point or time, whichever is first. And that's okay. (laughs) And everybody's okay with that. There's no like, oh my God, it's not good unless this happens. It's not that way at all. Yeah. 
Um, there's also that possibility that your man will be so turned on from being high or so turned on by you and your naughty antics while you're high that he gets there prematurely. That can happen. Okay. What's next? Oh, dear. After a day of promising your partner <laughs> all sorts of naughty things that evening. Yeah. In the middle of your day, you're getting, you're gonna, maybe getting texts. I'm going to do this to you. Like when oh. you're... Just you wait. When you're walking down the hall at work and then your phone goes, you're like, what? Oh. And then by the time you get to the evening and then get stoned and then fall asleep and start snoring. Done. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Pot can make me a tease. It's okay. And that's all right. It's completely okay. So know your strains, guys. Sex can totally sober people up oh yeah for sure for sure um so like an energy boost like coffee yeah um and so if you are doing some unsafe practices and while we're high maybe decided to be with a partner you might not want to have actually been with had you not been high you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When that shit sobers you up, then it's like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like alcohol. Like anything. Like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, humans don't make great uh, decisions all the time yeah. when they are inebriated on anything. So be when aware. You're be careful and be cognizant of what you're doing and where you are and who you're fucking. <laughs> right. Or or not. <laughs> Okay, so stoned sex can bring you together with your partner in like completely awesome and new and super intimate ways. Um, think of like, I think a lot of us have experienced getting high with a best friend or a friend and just having like awesome conversation. Yeah. Right? For sure. And like, it's so meaningful and awesome and maybe really funny and then like apply that to a marriage you know or any relationship and it's like it's very good it's yeah. like having a best friend for sure you that know? you can also touch their parts i meant the weed oh <laughs> it's the best friend <laughs> it's like having a best friend in your you and i are one person so weed is our best friend yeah so anyway, having really amazing, joy-filled sex is um, really, really good for a marriage. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. I mean, it is. Yeah, do it. Remember that article about how you're supposed to do it every day? Yeah, it's good for you. It's like, it adds like... I do remember that. Article. It adds like a number of years or whatever to your yes, life. Yes, yes. Maybe it will combat anything you get from like smoking. Probably. Yes. <laughs> well, let's give it a try and find out. Sex on a strong sativa can transform you it's into true. a porn star. It's true. Energy and pretty focus amazing. that has you performing like a professional. It's pretty amazing. I don't know how it works, but it's pretty amazing. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um... And also, weed is an absolute godsend for the anxious, so it's obviously a good thing. Um, nothing gets you less ready to have sex, like being 
anxious or having anxiety. Um, so if you pick a strain that's known for its anti-anxiety properties, try that in bed. Give it a shot. Those are all good. Those are all good points. Yeah. Love them. So I personally, the stoner mom, I love using marijuana kind of as an aphrodisiac or I, for me, it's more of just like, I'm going to relax, you know? Yeah. It's like part of shedding myself of the day when I get into bed at the end of the night, you know? Yep. And, um, you have been very supportive of my getting stoned routine before sex. For sure. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I do want to talk about some things you want to be aware of. Okay. You don't want to have to need uh, cannabis to have sex. No, you don't need that. Um, you It's fun. It is fun. And it can get you guys to a point where you're finally able to like be comfortable and and have sex finally and orgasms and not freak out about everything all the time. Right. Um, so... Anyway, my point is, you don't. Need it can them. help get you there, but then you gotta try every once in a while. Just don't use it, you know. Um, that special sexual connection between you two is between you two, and not between you and the drug. Right. So you don't need it. So be yeah. I mean, it's fun. Don't don't, don't um don't rely on it. No. Don't rely on anything to get busy. No. (laughs) (laughs) You got to rely on your partner. Yes. You know? Okay, we're going to talk about something difficult. Ugh. Not difficult, but something I'm not 100%. I think I've got some good tips, but it's something I'm going to have to think about more, I think. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> Give me that thing. We are going to now talk about how you can talk about weed. You, the listener. With someone who does not support it. Um, And yeah, this is a tricky one because this is like a a really difficult one because everyone is defensive about the subject, you know? Like the people that are for marijuana are defensive about it and the people that aren't are are defensive about it. And like everybody's just like, ah. Who knows? it's It's difficult when... Um, you know, for basically since the 70s, um, cannabis has been so demonized. So that means that basically everybody here has been subjected to some sort of like anti-cannabis propaganda. And maybe that sounds ridiculous to you that I said propaganda, but it's not actually. It's actually quite true. I'm going to go ahead and read a question I got from a viewer on YouTube. Okay. As a male, my wife isn't really supportive about me smoking pot for depression. She's stuck in the social stigma mindset about weed. 
Do you have any suggestions on how I can approach her? I only recently talked to her about my depression. Um, and then I, on my latest video, someone asked something very similar. Can you do a video on um, talking to people that don't support it? Like, yeah. And so it's something I'm going to have to obviously write about, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but until then, we're going to sort of ad lib. Okay, so here are some general ideas for talking to anybody about anything that's difficult. Know what you're going to say before you start. Um, oh, don't be stoned while you're having the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might get a little off track. <laughs> um, have resources nearby. Have them at the ready, man, because, like, if you have resources, you know, that end in .gov, okay, yeah. or like, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, if you have like actual studies linked up and ready to go, you know, if you're talking with a open and receptive person, you know, they're going to be more swayed by reality, by facts. Yeah, right? real facts. Right. Um, I would preface the whole conversation with something like... <laughs> This is really important to me, and this is really difficult for me to talk about with you, but it's so important that I need to. I need you to be really open to what I'm going to say, and I'm going to present some facts to you as well, and I want you to be open to those additionally. Can you do that for me? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the partner. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the oh. person. Yeah. Right? Like... Don't start it off with, I've been afraid to tell you this for yeah, a few weeks now or whatever. Don't put, yeah, don't do that. Don't say something like, okay, I'm going to tell you this. It's really important to me and you're not going to like it. And I know that you don't support this and blah, 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 blah. like, don't, yeah. don't do that. Just don't, don't put anybody on the defensive. Right. Okay. It's not about marijuana. It's about something else. It's about, like, uh, not being able to control it because she doesn't understand it. Do you know what I mean? Like, your partner gets into something that you don't understand. Yeah. That can be upsetting. Yeah. Like, how did I not know this? Like, how did I not know this? And 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 because she doesn't know anything about it, yeah. you know, except for, like, negative stuff. Right. She's just coming from this blind, defensive... I mean, that's what we all do when we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We get super defensive and we stick to one thing. It's wrong, right? And right. So you don't want to start anything off where you're going to get her immediately defensive. Right. You want to get her sympathetic to you. Right. So um, by stressing how important it is to you... And how nervous you are, not because she's a bitch, okay, right. but because you just are, because you're vulnerable right now. I mean, you know, I think that's good. I do too. Women respond to vulnerable men, you know, because it upsets us to see somebody stressed out and people, in distress. Yeah. Um, my other thing is you have to respect her opinion or their opinion. Um, when I first started the stoner mom, I was getting all sorts of feedback from my friends 
um, that was so positive and you're so brave and blah, blah, blah. And I never knew this about you. And I've always thought you were the best mom. That's so cool, right? But then I got one from a friend mm -hmm. who said all of those things. But then she said, I just, because it's you, it's completely changing my mind because my parents were stoners and it sucked. Okay. And so there are people that have had really shitty experiences um, and maybe specifically with their parents, you know, or like a very close family member. And that is coloring their views, um, you know, as it should. So if it's something like that, when she told me that, I was like, wow, that really hit me because we knew each other. We both totally respected each other's mothering, mm -hmm. both very granola parents. And um, so we both respected. Yeah. Whatever, so I could see that, oh my gosh, this is a reason why someone would not support it at all. Right. You know, mm -hmm. in their marriage and in anything, because, yeah, it really sucks to be raised by people that are irresponsible and hurt you. You right. know, it right. really, really does. And I mean, that just has implications that will last a lifetime. So this is why it's important to respect people's opinions because sometimes it might be colored by something that's very, very serious, you know, and something that's just ingrained in them. And it isn't just about their ignorance. Okay. 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 I like that. That's a good philosophy to live by period. What? The whole politeness manners. Yeah, I mean, you just good. never know, so you, know, you want to try to approach everything. Like. I think that that's good. That's positive. Okay, so now I am going to give you the major weed arguments that someone gives you. Okay. And then what you say back. But it's not going to be what to say back. <laughs> it's just right. going to be, like, information. Sure. And then you need to come up with your own thing to say back. Of course. Number one, marijuana is bad for you. What do you think about that, David? Oh, well, I think everything's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> donuts are bad for you. And I eat a lot of donuts. And cheeseburgers are bad for you. Um, and so should everything that we can ingest that has potential for harm be illegal? God, then there wouldn't be anything left, huh? Marijuana is nowhere near as bad for you as cigarettes or alcohol, both of which are legal. Um... You can die overdosing on alcohol. You can die overdosing on prescription pills. Um, the Center for D Disease Control attributes 37,000 deaths a year to alcohol. Um, I And yeah, that probably doesn't include any sort of domestic violence thing that was completely brought on by alcohol. Right. Um, and prescription drugs kill one person in the United States every 20 minutes. What? Yeah. Wow. How many people have died from cannabis? I don't know, honey. How many? None. Zero amounts? Ever. Oh. You mean from an overdose? Yes. Okay. The Center for Disease Control doesn't even have a category for marijuana-related deaths. There are none. Okay? It, it won't kill you. The largest ever study um, of like lung health 
and marijuana, mm-hmm. concluded that there was no association at all Whoa. between marijuana and lung cancer. Dang. Okay, so it's not bad for you. And I'm leaving out uh, the medicinal benefits. Yeah. Because that could be an episode completely on its own. It's there true. are so many. Okay? Yep. Next, next myth. Ready? Boom. Marijuana impairs your judgment and it makes people act stupid and reckless. Oh, man. It's true. You know what else does that? What? Being a teenager. Yeah. It makes people fucking stupid and reckless. It's true. <laughs> reckless. Um, so, yeah, that's a stupid and reckless argument um, because there are many things that make people stupid and reckless and we can't police that. Scientology. Sorry, guys. Okay, next. Marijuana is addictive. Totally. Everything's addictive. Everything is addictive. French fries are addictive. (laughs) Marijuana is actually addictive for roughly 9% of people that smoke it. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So that's 89% that are okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) By comparison, like one-third of tobacco smokers become addicted. Yeah, I can get it um so yeah and another thing we haven't banned drugs based on how addictive they are next marijuana is a gateway drug to good times to the fridge is the joke (laughs) (laughs) it's a gateway to the fridge yeah it is (laughs) and the and the door of the fridge is the gate that you're opening (laughs) hank from breaking bad was like what gateway drug he did? Yeah, remember he took Junior to the Crystal Palace and had uh, <laughs> Wendy come by and offer him... Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> ...with her rotten teeth. Oh, he was so rude to her, too. He, he, he was mean to her when he would talk to her. Like, rude. Yeah, like, show him your teeth. Ugh, look at that. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you know how many guys she's been with today? Anyway. That was pretty funny. That's something I would do. <laughs> what, take... Your well, daughter. he did it because they thought that Flynn was smoking pot. I know. <laughs> that's, that's why Hank, Uncle Hank took him. <laughs> that's funny. It is very funny. Is really I mean, funny you, you can do. totally do that to teenagers because guess what? Can't smoke pot. It's against the law. Okay. Gateway drug. Here is what the Institute of Medicine of the National Academy of Sciences has to say about marijuana as a gateway drug. Dang. In the sense that marijuana use typically proceeds rather than follows initiation of other illicit drug use, it is indeed a gateway drug. But because underage smoking and alcohol use typically precede marijuana use, marijuana is not the most common and is rarely the first gateway to illicit drug use. There is no conclusive evidence that the drug effects of marijuana are casually or causally, sorry, (laughs) linked to the subsequent abuse of other illicit drugs. End quote. Whoa. There is no conclusive evidence. Okay. Thank you, National Academy Institute of Medicine and Sciences or whatever. That's a pretty respectable (laughs) sounding place right there. I just made it up. The National Academy of Super... Scientist. Okay, here's here's my favorite, and by favorite I mean makes my my head wanna explode. <laughs> Reason for not ha- 
supporting marijuana. There's a reason why marijuana was made illegal in the Mm. first place. Yeah, there's a reason. Except the person never knows the reason. Yeah. (laughs) Like, be like, oh, okay, could you tell me the reason? You know, you know the reason. What's the reason? That reason. (laughs) The ultimate reason. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so let's... Let's find out. Let's have a history lesson. Um, Okay. Marijuana is schedule one, which is, oh my God, you guys, sometime just go to the government website and look at the scheduling of drugs. Okay. And and feel insulted that cocaine is less than, you know, cannabis. Less what? Cocaine is a schedule two. I don't know what that means. Schedule one Mm -hmm. means there's zero medical uh reasons reasons. Mm -hmm. cannabis is schedule one it's there with heroin (laughs) schedule two is things that are super addictive and uh could cause problems or whatever okay cocaine methamphetamines so yeah okay okay and there's like five schedules, so like Xanax is four, I think. So it's and it's kind of yeah. So yeah, it's redonkulous. So yeah. here, so why in the fuck is cannabis schedule one? That's because that's why it's illegal. It's hanging out with some pretty rough schedules. So let's figure let's figure out why it got put there. Well, let's find out. Okay. All right. So schedule one is the federal category reserved for drugs with the highest potential for abuse. Right. And this document that made this so was a letter written in 1971 by the Assistant Secretary of Health um, and then sent into Congress. It read, in part, since there is still considerable void in our knowledge of the plant and effects of the active drug contained in it, our recommendation is that marijuana be retained within Schedule 1 at least until the completion of certain studies now underway to resolve the issue. So it's talking about we want to keep it here because we don't know. We're keeping it here because of lack of evidence not because of a ton of evidence, Mm -hmm. okay? So subsequently, there's no evidence. We got zero. Yeah. (laughs) Do you get it? Yeah. It's horrible. Okay. Um, The original plan was for it to remain under Schedule 1 until the National Commission on Marijuana and Drug Abuse released its recommendations on what to do, and that ended up not panning out. Why? Nixon. He said, I'm going to ignore these recommendations. Yeah. Well, that's terrible. The commission had found that uh, there was no medical basis for banning marijuana. Oh, man. So they knew that in the 70s? And suggested that it be decriminalized. So they wait. But Nixon me, was like, nah. So they put it in Schedule One. They go because we don't know. Because we don't know about anything it. about it. And then they actually did the study. We're they not talking about their 1970s study. Yeah, we're not talking about this year. We're talking about in the 70s. Yeah. And then they said, and they oh, were yeah, like, it's not so because we have no evidence that uh, it's harmful or it's addictive. harmful or whatever, uh, we recommend decriminalizing it. Right. And then they said no. Yeah. So they knew all the way back then. Yep. Sad. 
So you can look into the reasons why Nixon and parties and um, people would say no. And guess what it goes back to? What? Dollar bills. Dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bills. <laughs> always dollar bills, always. you guys. Always, always, always. Okay, so here are our conclusions, okay? Okay. These are your takeaways. Marijuana has real-world health benefits that should be accessible to all adults, in my well, opinion. Yeah, agreed. But it's true. <laughs> my opinion is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is known. <laughs> Marijuana is less addictive than cigarettes and alcohol. Um, things that impair judgment are legal. Nobody has ever died from marijuana overdose, unlike everything else and refrigerators falling on you and all that right. stuff. And vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> Health organizations across the world have voiced support for marijuana's medicinal properties and for decriminalization. And I think the most recent huge international one was, I mean, we're talking 2016. It was this year. So, and and people were like, I think this is going to be a really big deal, you guys. Mm -hmm. And then other people were like, no, it's not going to be a big deal. Right. Watch. Um, there's no association between marijuana and lung cancer. And federal drug laws are dumb. Yeah. They're dumb. And they're not written with you in mind at all. They're dumb. Look it up right now. On the government website, look at the schedules. Like, it's ridiculous. Any person with a brain can look at that and be like, how dumb is this crap? And, and, and then I want you to think about the ramifications of that dumbness. Think of all of the, uh, you know, the prison planet we've become, <laughs> the prison population that has boomed. And anyway, sorry. In conclusion, those are our reasons why... Um, those are some good talking points. Those are talking points. And yeah, everybody has to kind of figure out what they're going to say like on their own based on their, their partner. Um, but those are, I think those are solid, rock solid. But yeah, have points. some rock solid evidence ready with you. Yeah. And then remember to always present yourself as be sympathetic to me as well as you being sympathetic to your partner's mm -hmm. opinion. Absolutely. What's going on in Dave's Grove? Hi, honey. What's up? Oh, man. This I, is... did, I did a lot of talking, so now I'm going to get stoned while you yammer on about your weed. Man, what an exciting week in, in my grow. Not because there's any, like massive plants blooming or anything like that nothing like normal i mean oh. those things are happening no those are great but i'm i'm talking about some new changes that took place um which i'm going to cover right now so let me just first tell you the basic stuff yes i have my super soil scrub grow and it's looking beautiful it's in my second week of flower and it's blooming it's and then in my Looks Other, like a lush garden, forest in there. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, the the buds are taking shape and they're like, we're buds, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know, They and, look like tits. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and then in the other hydro tent, those little plants are like, their roots are down in the water buckets. They're happy. They're growing. They're, gonna, they're getting ready to go nuts. Okay, but that's normal we're gonna stuff. We're going to go nuts. We're going to go nuts. 
Um, but the fascinating thing is, so I, I think I might have talked about this at some point, but I was thinking about, you know what, I want, I want to get a little evil Dr. Frankenstein-y here and, and then figure out what can I add to my grow to make it go nuts. So I did a little research and I've been talking about adding a, one of those traditional high pressure sodium bulbs. But um, I looked into it and I was like, you know. He but, looks at me like I know what the fuck that is. You know, the bulb. Like, the normal people have grown weed for years with light bulbs, basically. I, don't, I mean, it's way more complex than that. But, yeah. And those people don't like people who grow with LED lights. Well, that's not true. But they're, like, it's hard. But it them. is true on the internet. It's kind of true. <laughs> um, it, but LED lights are really, like, efficient <coughs> ways of feeding your plants light are coming up and we're in the 21st century and you know we're applying some science to that stuff and we're learning stuff so anyway i was doing a little internet reading and i found out this is gonna be boring i'm sorry for some of you but i found out that there's this brand new thing well i don't know how new. it's pretty new that you can't buy a light dang it's called a cob cree led blobly Globally bleed. Cobb stands for circuit on board. <laughs> Cree is are the people who make it, and an LED is an LED. Creed makes it. Cree, not creator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the band Cree is now in the LED light. So their next upcoming album, they sing all about it. So anyway, um, no Cree. It's a anyway. What it looks like is picture an LED, a little tiny little dot that's either red or blue is probably what you're used to seeing, or white. So these things are flat, one inch in diameter, yellow circles, okay? And I'm not talking like the flat circles in True Detective or anything like that. I'm talking about... Time's time is a flat circle. circle. <laughs> I'm talking about the yellow, they're yellow, like they look like a yellow circle, a little happy little circle. So, I guess... What? I guess we could watch True we should Detective watch. again. I would like to watch that. I love it. And then anyway, you take those... And then it's an LED and it's a, you only need like five of them, five of these dots, okay? So they're so new, hardly anybody makes any fixtures. So you have to make your own. Like you gotta like get your, you gotta like science craft a light. Like you gotta buy one of those circles, put it on a heat sink, get a computer fan and voila. You got yourself, you just built yourself a light, a grow light. I have a deep aversion to electricity. He does, because as a young lad, he was shocked, shocked in the back. In kinder, preschool. By the school nuns. <laughs> no, that's not true. I didn't go to school. And a nuns. cattle prod. No, no, no. I, mean, it's, I sat up against a wall. It was there's an outlet, and for whatever reason, it electricity leapt out of it into my back and burned a hole in my shirt when I was just a tiny tot. You know, nowadays... We would sue this school. Oh, I would own that school. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so, because right now is the time to put a new light when I just flipped my babies over to flowers, so I thought, let's amp it up, let's do it. But lo and behold, I found some local person through my dark underworld connections that has sells complete light. Basically, we'll just say I met this fellow, I procured a light from him, and I'm using it now. And I'm going to, I told him I'm going to let him know how it goes. He's so happy about it, huh? Oh, my God. I put it in there, and basically it's a white light. Like, you know, there's four lights on it, and I kept two small LED units in there to provide red and blue colors. But um, this is just a white light, and it's like, we'll see. I mean, we're on day 
two barely and i don't know it's pretty cool i'm very excited <laughs> i know it sounds so dumb but anyway that's what's going on in my grow that's what's going on in day's ground Do you know I'm just now getting stoned? <laughs> really? I thought you were pretty stoned. Because that whole time, uh, our whole second segment, I was just talking, you know? Yeah, maybe that made and, you feel and not I was, stoned. And but... I was thinking. So yeah, it did make me feel not stoned. But you, yeah. But that's the but thing. now I'm feeling stoned. Yeah, you are. That's the thing about being stoned. You can really talk yourself out of it pretty easily if you really Think want to. Yeah, if you really, really wanted to. You really to, can. You can just sober yourself right on up. Okay. You can kind of, you can do that a lot with alcohol, I feel like. But once you get to the spins. Yeah, it's no. done. There's no coming out of There's the, none, yeah. The cyclone of hell. Oh, my God. That is the worst. And when I've had that a few times, to me, it goes right back to that time waster thing, like, Okay, I can't sleep. I have to sit here with my eyes open for about uh, an hour. It's the worst. Until the spins go away. I have to keep my eyes closed, and I know that it makes it even crazier spinny, yeah. but like. That helps for you, huh? It helps for me. Yeah. I haven't felt like that in so long because. You don't really drink anymore. I don't drink anymore, but every time that would happen, I would be like, think to myself the next day, never again. That's <laughs> so bad. Never gonna drink that much again. Anyhow, it's I'm not, not anti-drinking. No, 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 no. You just, you know what? You you used to love to drink gin and tonics, like. I just wanted to, like, yeah. But now have you do fun. Yeah, now it's just more efficient. To be honest For with me, you, for me, it's and, not fun to drink at yeah, all no, anymore. It used to be, but now it's not. Like I don't like okay. the taste of anything anymore. Completely fine. I don't like that I have to like make my belly full to yeah. get like stoned, basically. I know. You know. So done. And yeah. then there's some of us who love to drink, which I'm going to do right I after this. I love that my man drinks. I love it. It's my favorite. I think it's sexy. I love you. He drinks bourbon and I'm gonna get on its own with, like, a splash of water sometimes. <laughs> I do. I might do that. I was thinking about doing that today, actually. <sighs> anyway, so that was fun. That was a good episode. I think so. Good. It was very informative. I liked the whole, um, you know what I was thinking as you were talking about, uh, how to present your point of view in a very non-threatening way. Mm -hmm. It really made me think like, you know, I ever since I've met you, I've kind of tried to adopt that way of thinking into everything I do. Mm -hmm. And it it's helped. Like at work and at work situations, I try to be like non, you know, aggressive. I feel like it it just really works. Solves many problems instantly i think you're right because it takes everybody's ego out it just like yes. r removes everybody's ego it's basically just comes down to only dealing with the truth yeah and then always having manners and that's the thing somebody needs to write a book on manners for men because men won't read the the real manner books like miss manners and all that like Which you have i have and i've read it because you know what it's first of all it's crazy funny it's so funny <laughs> she, judith martin is miss manners oh so my was funny. miss manners but she um she like teaches you how to shame people so effectively yeah in a polite way <laughs> without doing anything wrong yeah it's yeah the manners is just all about always thinking of the other person's feelings yeah 
first. And um, yeah. just trying not to be rude, generally, generally, but yet get your point across. Yeah, like anyway. Definitely, so. the world has definitely changed, though. So um, I understand, like not trusting everyone or being nice to everyone. I totally understand that. Oh, me but too. Definitely, in any sort of work environment or just conversation with someone i think so you know like when you're dealing with conflict in your family you know yeah and you, you guys just cannot agree come from a really compassionate and empathetic place where you're open to their opinions and that you're really hoping that they will be open to yours and that you express that they're really hoping that they will be open to yours yeah that's you know you gotta say it you do. I think that's good advice. Good job. Put everyone on the same level. Yeah, put them all there. Next week is Mother's Day. I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but I think we're going to talk about something mom-related. Probably. <laughs> I think so, too. Moms are pretty awesome. Moms are cool. They do deserve a day. And stoner moms are even cooler. It's true. No, they're not. See? That's, that's a rude thing. Yeah. Like, stoner Dude, moms are cooler. Not. Stoner moms are cool, too. They're cool, too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, there you go. Next <laughs> week is Mother's Day. Um, also, five-star reviews. Let's get some in, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we were riding that high of three in a row, and I think now... We know you're listening. We know you're out there. Just come on. <laughs> Don't you want us to talk about you on the air? Like, hey, uh, Crispy Turtle 517 says... You know, I don't know if there is a Crispy Turtle 517, but... You know, sure loves the show. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. That's a fake one, by the way. My favorite Xbox gamer tag. Yeah. Your mom's backdoor man. I know. <laughs> man. I some... died. I know. They're all funny. And then every time they kill you, it's like, your mom's backdoor man killed you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so hilarious. It's bad, but then funny. <laughs> but anyway. So those names are hilarious, obviously, and we would love to read them here on the show. So come on, guys. Five-star reviews, please. We love hearing from you. We do. Oh, you know what else we could mention? What? We, if you want to, you can email us questions if you want. We have email addresses that are awesome. You can email me at david at thestonermom.com. Or you can email my lovely wife at mom at thestonermom.com. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. And we can read stuff here about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, so until next time, listeners. I'm going to say it. Until next time. <laughs> Come on, wake up, Stoner. <laughs> until next time, listeners. Stay safe and responsible and kind and have manners. <laughs> totally. Oh, by the way, the Stoner Mom went to a special manner school. Smoke weed every day. Yes. If you want to. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs>